So initially when sponsor brand video came out, it was getting a lot of attention and click-through rates were super high and conversion rates were super high. We're starting to see that trend down a bit over time. That being said, these videos are still very high performing placements overall. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Joe Shellerud from Ad Advance, and today I am joined by Matt Wickland, also from Ad Advance. And Matt, how is it going today, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm energized. We're just back from Prosper Show. It was a great turnout, fun event. Ready to get back into podcasting with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And so, yeah, Prosper Show was awesome event. So awesome to connect with everybody. And now it's it feels good to get back into everything again. So today for the episode, what we thought would be fun to do is go back and kind of talk through some different ad types that we've been talked through for a while on the podcast. So one of those ad types is sponsored brands. So we did a whole deep dive in sponsored brands on the podcast a while back. But just kind of wanted to rehash currently where we're sitting, what we're seeing in terms of results, and kind of how we look at sponsor brands as a whole and how it fits into our general ad strategies that we implement. So today, I guess, Matt, just to kind of kick it off for sponsored brand ad type. So how do you look at sponsor brands? Where does it fit in your funnel overall? And typically, how are you using sponsor brands ads? Yeah, great questions. So sponsor brands is a super important component of your sponsored ad strategy. We've talked a ton about sponsor products and sponsor products top of search. Sponsor brands are those ad placements at the very top of search. So typically a, a three product collection or a storefront that's showcased at the very top in a banner ad format, oftentimes with custom imagery, headlines, and links to, you know, up to three products or or and or a storefront. Then you scroll down a bit past sponsor products top of search and you hit sponsor brand video, which is a massive placement, uh, one of the only video placements on Amazon search results that tends to do very, very well for sellers. So the reason why I start with placements, just kind of where it fits in into our general strategy is because of how much of top of search the first half of the page sponsor brands can take up. It's such a large ad format. It allows you to showcase products in a really unique, creative light. And uh, because of that, because of its prominent placement, it tends to do really well and drive a lot of sales. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And when we're looking at sponsor brands as a whole, so just to kind of go back through the history of sponsored ads. So sponsor products used to be the primary ad type. And then came along this new ad type, which was called headline search ads at the beginning. So HSA. So headline search ads soon got rebranded to be sponsor brands and kind of expanded overall. So initially, the, the big ad was just the banner ad that, that we're used to seeing for sponsor brands and that features a couple different products, typically three, and that would show up at the top kind of in your traditional banner ad format. And what this was for was to allow kind of a little bit more higher funnel strategy than sponsored products. So sponsor products is going to be that ad that shows up like in the search results. It's typically the products that you're looking for that you've already searched for. Um, and it's a much more lower funnel strategy where sponsor brands kind of came along and it's, it gave a good way for brands to introduce customers to just kind of a carousel or different types of products or those brands as a whole. Um, 
And so overall, when we look at sponsor brands, it's more of a mid funnel strategy. Um, and depending on how you use it, it can be mid or lower funnel. So one way when people click on sponsor brand ads, like the banner ads, we can take them to your storefront, or we could also take you to a product detail page. If we take them to the storefront, I would say this is more of a mid funnel strategy because now you're taking them to your overall brand page as a whole. They're going to have a lot more different products to take a look at, or you can go directly to the product detail page, which is more of like that lower funnel strategy trying to drive them to convert. And what's interesting with sponsored brands is when you drive them to your storefront, we actually see a higher conversion rate overall to the final purchase, which initially surprised me. But once you look at kind of the reason for the ad, it expands the options that you have. It allows people to kind of develop that emotional connection with your brand. And so when they do click to that storefront, they can see what differentiates you. They can click on the product detail page, and now they can go to a conversion. Totally. Yeah. And that's what's so key with sponsored brands, that that storefront element, in my opinion, just because the sky's the limit with that storefront customization. The callback to your brand name can be so much greater when you form that emotional connection with somebody that's shopping on Amazon. A lot of people look at Amazon as kind of a brand agnostic marketplace, but that's not so. And that's been pivoting a lot over the last few years. And sponsored brands paired with a really good storefront is one of the key opportunities for you to build a larger brand presence and form that emotional connection with shoppers on Amazon, not just for, you know, driving more immediate conversions, but getting people back in brand down the road uh, and producing higher LTV. So you can get really creative with your sponsored brand campaigns versus like a sponsored product campaign. And with a storefront, you can incorporate what your brand's all about and really form an emotional connection and teach shoppers what your brand's all about so that they come back uh, and make additional purchases. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think one point to highlight too, is that with your storefront, it's one of the more customizable pages that you have on Amazon to really showcase your brand as a whole. Amazon as a whole is a very brand agnostic platform where you have a lot of people competing, but branding doesn't mean quite as much because a lot of people are shopping on price or they base it off of reviews or other things, not necessarily the brand as a whole. So when you get people to your storefront, it gives you that next connection that you can really develop that emotional tie and really show off what your brand has to offer. Whereas once you get onto product detail pages, yep, Amazon's given us a ton of great tools to be able to differentiate on product detail pages. But a lot of times people will just scroll through many of those pieces and be looking at the key factors. So what's price and what's reviews look like? And maybe I go to the Q&A section and I just scroll through the, the other content that's on the site. So overall, sponsor brands really gives you that that next step to for those people who are more in the browsing phase and looking for that brand to really connect with overall yeah exactly and whereas you land on a product detail page uh you're they're plastered with ads maybe you're running great cross promo ASIN defense strategies and pushing a lot of the the competition off of your product pages but even so there's such a large opportunity for other brands to just plaster your listing with their products. So having that intermediate step where you can showcase your brand, your products, what you're all about without having competition, you know, worked in all throughout the page, it's, it's a really unique opportunity. 
Sounds good. Yep, I love it. Kind of walk through like on the, the video side. So what what's some key pieces that you take into account when running sponsor brand video overall, Matt? Sure. Yeah. So sponsor brand video is an awesome ad type. When it first rolled out, there wasn't a ton of competition in the space. So they actually moved away from that uh, second click or uh, second price auction and for example, if you bid 90 cents, oftentimes Amazon would charge you 90 cents per click because there wasn't much competition and the price you bid is the price that you paid. That's not so anymore. There's considerably more competition in most categories for sponsored brand video. But despite that, uh, it tends to convert very, very well. So it's a very prominent ad placement. It appears in search right underneath the top of search sponsored product placements. So it's very prominent. It takes up a lot of real estate and it's 15 to 45 seconds of your product, your brand, what you're all about, and just being able to showcase a single product in a really unique light and form that connection before a click through. Just circling back to competition, as of today, there is only one sponsor brand video placement in search on page one at a time. So that just you know, lends itself to inherently higher competition. There are a lot of sponsored product placements throughout search results. There are multiple sponsored brand placements in search results. There's that one sponsored brand video placement. So the competition for it can be high, but fortunately the conversion rate and the prominence of it tend to offsets that, offset that. So we're still seeing really solid efficiency with SB video. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And a, a couple of trends that we've seen over time too. So initially when sponsor brand video came out, it was getting a lot of attention. And I think because it was kind of newer in the search results overall. And so we saw a lot of people spending a lot of time on these videos and click-through rates were super high and conversion rates were super high. We're starting to see that trend down a bit over time. And so it may be because people are getting more and more used to seeing videos in search results. That being said, these videos are still very high performing placements overall. And another awesome piece of sponsor brand video is that it's on a cost per click basis. And so with cost per click, people can actually watch the video. And if they don't like the product or the product doesn't meet what they're looking for, or they're not connecting, if they don't click, you didn't pay anything to show them that video. And so it's a really cool feature of it. Cause usually on a video type ad type, it's going to be on a cost per impression or a cost per view basis. And so this allows customers to kind of screen your product. So then when they finally click in, they know that they're very interested as they go and they're going to have a much higher likelihood to convert into a sale versus somebody who's just scrolling through and then just clicks a product without seeing that preview. Yeah. On a cost review basis, it's one of the most efficient video video ads you'll find in all of the internet just because of the unique CPC structure. And even if they don't immediately click through and purchase, and again, the conversion rates are great. So you're going to see a lot of that in most cases. It's just such a great a golden opportunity to resonate with shoppers. So they circle back and they're it, and aware of your brand. So great for higher funnel, mid funnel tactics where you're prospecting new customers that aren't brand aware or aren't aware of your product mix and introduce them to it. Show what you're all about or show the product in action. Take advantage of those free impressions. And again, because of that high CTR, high conversion rate, results tend to be pretty favorable, even if that's trending down over time. Yep. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. And so Matt, for sponsor brands as a whole, just kind of walk us through some key strategies or funnel structures and how, how you fit sponsor brands in overall. Like give us the bigger picture when you use sponsor brands and how to use that for. Sure. Yeah. So anybody that's brand registered has access to two sponsor brands. Uh, and I would u- leverage it with the majority of the same strategies that we're employing on the sponsor product side, but maybe focusing a tad more on those mid funnel and higher funnel tactics. Defense is still important because the placements are so prominent. I love sponsor brands for brand building activities and prospecting new customers just because of those highly visual elements of the ad. So with that sponsored brand banner placement at top of search or bottom of search in search, you can add custom images to it and showcase the product like a lifestyle image associated with it or show an action shot of it. And that really helps just demonstrate your product, set yourself apart from competitor ASINs on in search results and form that connection with shoppers. And then if you scroll down, so the cool thing about sponsor brands is when you own top of search and you own the video placement, so you're targeting the same keyword mix between the two, you can own a very large share of the first page of search, which is very, very important. So I like to integrate sponsor brand top of search keyword mix with sponsor brand video keyword mix and sponsor product top of search uh, keyword mix. So that way we own a huge amount of page one, top half of page one. Um, just going a little bit further in the weeds here, the, the great thing about the first half of page one is you're reaching the highest intent audience. Somebody that types in a search, scrolls down, finds one of the first listings, clicks through. Um, it's not the same type of shopper that scrolls to the bottom of page one, goes to page two, scrolls to the bottom, clicks through, opens up you know 15 tabs with different related products and is forming all of these comparisons between the two. That's somebody that's going to run through a lot of clicks, perform a lot of comparisons versus somebody that searches for something, clicks something, buys something. So getting your product in those top of search placements and getting them on page one really helps you reach that higher intent, less picky consumer, which increases your likelihood of a conversion. And then again, you know, one of the really unique aspects of sponsored brands is that visual component. So if you're leveraging top of search with like a custom image and then sponsored brand video and you expose shoppers to that during their journey, you can form a connection that you otherwise want. You can move away from that brand agnostic Amazon stereotype and help, you know, cultivate an image of your brand that gets somebody to circle back. They get the product, they like the product, they'll recall your brand, hopefully, once all of those elements come together. Yeah, yeah. And and I love that approach, too, because like, and and I forget what the exact stats are, but there's a huge amount of people that it's like the top three um, listings that show up get the majority of the clicks and a very small percentage of people actually go to like page two for search results. It was really small. I can't remember the exact figures, but as you're scrolling down in those search results, so if I'm seeing the sponsor brand banner ad, and then I'm seeing sponsor products, top of search, and then I'm seeing sponsor brand video, you've already built up your brand just within those search results as a whole. And so this is a great different application to use for 
like a brand defense strategy or an ASIN defense strategy if you're trying to keep people or actually brand defense as a whole. And then if you're trying to expand market share or a conquesting strategy, this can be another great way to go where if somebody's typing in a brand and you really want to expand your market share, then let's try to take that over and let's have our ad show up multiple times in the search results. So we're really getting visibility as we go. And just from that, with the different ad types between video and the sponsor brand, customized image that you can put in, and then sponsor products. Now we can really showcase our brand as a whole versus, you know, just trying to use one ad type. So it's really combining all these pieces together where I think we can make the biggest impact. Totally. Um, yeah. You touched so on it, ace and defense in that in that description, and that's one thing I do want to call out. So we've talked about a couple different things to focus on. One thing, you know, resources are limited, and you can't do every single thing with your campaigns when you're self-managing. So I guess one word of advice when leveraging sponsor brands is focus the majority of your effort on keyword targeting. In terms of product targeting, it's typically quite a bit less volume that we're seeing for sponsor brands specifically. It's very important, product targeting is, uh, for sponsor products and sponsor display. Sponsor brands, the placement is a little less prominent. It's mixed in with a few other brands. And it's oftentimes something a little bit generic, like few or brands related to this item without that great visual component. So in terms of like 80-20 Pareto principle, focus 80% of your effort for 20% or um, 20% for 80% of the results, you're going to get that through keyword targeting, not through product targeting. So I'd put the majority of your emphasis on the keyword side. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. And that's why I backtracked when I started talking about ASIN defense. So th thank you for providing the extra <laughs> context there. And and totally agree. Like, you know, on the, the ASIN side, you can get the brands related to this product or different pieces like that. But it really just doesn't have that much of an impact overall. So I think on targeting the keyword side is much more important with sponsor brands as a whole. Um, so yeah, I appreciate that context <laughs> on why I went back on that because I agree you should really focus the majority of your efforts on the keyword side. I was wondering where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I turned around. I turned around. You did. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So um, for, you know, if we look at overall ad types too, and just giving some benchmarks. So typically what we see in terms of breakdown of spend between sponsor products, sponsor brands, and sponsor display, um, if we look at percent of overall sponsored ad spend, sponsor brands tends to fall in the 10 to 15% range. Um, so sponsor products is always going to be, it's going to be our foundation that we have. It's going to be that low funnel strategy. But sponsor brands continues to perform really well. And so we're going to want to add this mid-tier in. So if you're looking at your overall ad spend, you know, we're given general benchmarks. Some um, accounts are much higher. Um, some are much lower, just depending on the circumstances. But usually about 10 to 15% of ad spend is where we see that falling. If we look at overall ACoS between like sponsor products and sponsor brands, um, sponsor products tends to have a little bit lower ACoS just because it is that lower funnel strategy. But sponsor brands isn't too far behind overall. And one interesting piece is click-through rate. So we tend to see the highest click-through rate for an overall ad type actually be on the sponsor brand side. If you look, sponsor brands top of search performs really well in terms of click-through rate and video performs really well in terms of click-through rate. And those are the typical two that are eating up the majority of the spend. Um, you know, if you compare to sponsor products, like sponsor products, top of search has a really high click-through rate, but sponsor products 
product placements have a really low click-through rate. Um, so overall, click-through rate as an ad type as a whole, sponsor brands definitely takes the win there. And for conversion rate, uh, pretty solid. Sponsor products still takes the win in terms of conversion rate, but sponsor brands isn't too far behind, a couple percent below. And then finally going to like cost per click. Um, cost per click tends to be higher with sponsor brands as a whole, um, usually driven by um, video cost per click being higher and then top of search sponsor brands also being a little bit higher. But our average order value that we're seeing from sponsor brands tends to be a decent amount higher than and sponsor products. And I think it's because people are really developing that stronger connection with brands by going to different pieces like the storefront versus sponsor products. It's going to take you to that immediate sale. But once you click the buy button, you may not have that initial emotional impression that you had um, from going to the storefront, really connecting with the brand. So overall, ad placement um, performance looks really solid. It's definitely a piece that you should be implementing overall. And if you have a strong brand and your brand registered, you should definitely be taking advantage of this ad type overall. Totally agree. Yeah. And what's really interesting too about those metrics is we typically use sponsored brands for more mid-funnel, higher-funnel tactics in comparison to sponsored products too. So I would use that as an additional bit of context with the relative performance to sponsored products. ACOS may be a little bit higher, conversion rate may be a, a touch lower, but we are employing more mid-funnel, high-funnel tactics with sponsored brands. So like bottom of funnel for bottom of funnel, I'm not sure what that comparison would net, net out to be. I bet it would be pretty comparable. Yeah, since we do leverage like a fair amount of conquesting, single word seed keywords, and you know prospecting targets with, with SB. Yep. Yep, definitely agree. And another another good piece of context too, because as you move up the funnel, ACOS tends to get lower because you're trying to drive more new to brand customers into your brand overall versus sponsored products. It's trying to convert more of the people who are searching for your product or a pretty similar product overall and making sure that they convert into a sale. So a little bit higher funnel strategy. And so it tends to have a little bit lower ACoS too. So it's it's really good context because it performs really well comparing almost apples to apples on a lower funnel type strategy. But you are getting those brand benefits kind of with the mid funnel strategy. Sure. Yeah. So overall, I mean, that was just our, our general recap on sponsored brands. So yeah, key summary, I would definitely be using them if you aren't implementing them. This is a great piece to utilize in trying to expand market share or protect your brand as a whole. So I would definitely look into using them. Sponsor brand video continues to perform really well and provides that awesome preview for people who are looking to really preview your products before clicking on it. And that's the only time you have to pay for that click. Um, so Matt, I guess before we wrap this up, any other key pieces or summary items that I missed? Not for this episode, but there are a ton of unique approaches that we put in place for sponsored brands. So looking forward to touching on those in more detail in future episodes. I love it. I love it. So for everybody who's listening to another episode of the Ad Project podcast, we really appreciate it. We know you've got a lot of options out there and really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And as always, we'll see you on the next episode. So have a great day and we'll see you soon.